Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Pink Sister Proud podcast. It is still Friday, December 18th, and I am having so much fun with my microphone. Again, I'm learning not to touch it and trying not to move. I move a lot. Um, and so for the best sound, maybe if I could keep my hands off it, that would be great. But I just wanted to hop back on really quickly at the beginning of the last podcast. I talked about uh, keeping my kids home from school. And I wanted to talk about kind of, uh, you know, the present. Um, So again, um, a little bit about the journey with cancer, but then also kind of what I'm going through now and um, really talking about those things as they arise, uh, why they're fresh and the emotions are fresh. So a couple of weeks ago, uh, I'd say even longer than that, maybe six weeks ago, the cases started, the second wave started in our province in Nova Scotia. And there were a few cases in schools and they were um, not in our family of schools, but in neighboring schools. And with that, my anxiety started to rise and my focus um, wasn't as great um, as it should have been. I started to worry a lot. I was starting to worry a lot and I could feel that fear creeping back in. Um, And again, being a cancer survivor, a brand new one during a pandemic is, is, uh, I don't even know how to navigate it. I'm literally just hanging on for, for dear life. But what I can tell you um, is that I've, I've, I read a lot, I've read a lot, um, and I could get wrapped up in all kinds of um, different conspiracies and different things and, and with COVID and whatnot. But let me tell you, I, I willingly took poison um, during chemotherapy that I signed my life away and that could have made the cancer spread or could have killed me on the spot or days later or weeks later, like I've talked about before. Uh, the radiation 30 rounds that I took uh, right, uh, right beside my lung uh, and the potential damage and the side effects that I've had to my heart valve functions from other medications. Let me tell you, I know what it feels like to not be able to breathe. Um, um, and it was only a year ago that I was uh, sent by ambulance to the emergency room uh, because of the common flu, because of the everyday flu. Uh, it was actually a gastro that my husband could not get under control. Um, and that was a year ago. I mean, my, my immune system is much, much better now. Um, but he had to call 911 and they worked on me in my bedroom um, for a good hour before they said, you have to go to the emergency room. So <clears throat> again, when, I mean, everybody has their, everybody, I, I feel like we're all in the same storm. We're just in different boats and everybody's choices are going to be different based on what's best for their family. So um, there's, you know, there's really few things uh, that you can control sometimes. And I knew that one of the things that I could control was our family's potential exposure. So one of the things that was happening in our province, um, in our in our kind of capital, to be specific, was there was like this outbreak and in, in restaurants, and there was cases in, happening in restaurants in in downtown Halifax. So I just live across the bridge, and every Everybody knows downtown Halifax is a place to go to eat, and they have some amazing shops down there um, for shopping, which, again, 
you know, <clears throat> it's that time of the year. People people are out and people are out doing things that they're allowed to do that are supposedly, you know, safe to do right now. So I just felt that the chances of a family innocently being at a restaurant downtown Halifax and being exposed to COVID was really high. And then coming back and going to school with my kids who don't wear masks um, because they're at a young age. And in our province, it's grade four and up that have to wear the masks. So again, it was, I remember that Sunday um, and there was more cases announced and my gut feeling told me that Sunday morning that this wasn't good. I was just not feeling good about it and my gut said to, to keep them home. So it wasn't until probably like eight o'clock that night, I had kind of, you know, hummed and hot over it all day and cleaned and done whatever to get my mind off of it that I said to my husband, I, I think we need to keep them home. And so don't take care. There was tears involved. There's always, uh, you know, with hormonal <clears throat> driven cancer, there's always tears involved lately. So, um, but I was asking something very great. I knew that it was a huge sacrifice. Um, that I, this wasn't me choosing to stay home from work. I felt like I was fine. I have an office. I can close my door. We wear masks. Everything is fine. And same with my husband. But my kids were going and being exposed to 20 plus children in two different classes who, again, very innocently could have been participating in sports that were safe, at a restaurant that were safe, whatever the case may be. Um, and so, yes, I mean, we're talking about how many people have been infected now. So we've, we've seen everything from, it didn't even affect me and I'm asymptomatic or like, you know, I had what, whatever the case may be, but there's people that have died from it. And I don't, I don't want to be one of those people. I don't want to play Russian roulette here with COVID. So I chose to keep them home and my husband and I have uh, stayed home from work, obviously, to take care of them and are trying to manage working from home once again. But it is very different um, because everyone is not home. And my my father, he's now five, he turned five a couple of weeks ago during this. Um, he doesn't really understand and he would still much rather be home with mommy and and loves it. Like he, he loves it. He loves being home. Um, but definitely going a little shack wacky but my eight-year-old definitely um is feeling it is feeling it and i can hear him on the phone um you know or on messenger or whatever he's on with his his friends saying i'm not sick i'm not sick it's my mom i'm trying to keep my mom safe um and so yeah it definitely puts a lot of pressure on me it makes me feel really guilty and obviously with this choice to try to work from home, it has, um, you know, taken, taken a chunk of my salary away uh, because I can't work full time. Uh, obviously, we both can't work from, full time from home. It's, it's really not possible. I'm doing the best I can. Um, but uh, again, our, our income has been reduced uh, because of it. And that's, that's very scary again. So this is like the third time in two years that I'm, you know, either off work or reduced income, which is really starting to play on the family. So uh, a lot of emotions surrounding that and trying to make those decisions on what's best for you and a lot of back and forth um, and a lot of a lot of feeling guilty. 
Um, but at the end of the day, you, you really do have to do what's best for you and what's best for your family to keep your family safe. And I, I know that, um, for our family, um, hopefully this is just a very small sacrifice for a long-term gain. And I, I've learned before. Um, and I don't need to learn again. I'm no good to anybody. I'm not a good wife. I'm not a good mom. I'm not a good employee if I'm sick. So if I, you know, if I, if I were to get sick, uh, and be hospitalized or be home, um, you know, I, I'm no good to anybody. So right now, uh, being home and trying to stay safe and trying to stay, to stay well is, is the best thing for our family. And I hope that you and your families are safe as well. Uh, today was the last day of school um, for our kids, and again, our province has has really reduced things and and tightened on the restrictions and and things in the last couple of weeks. So I'm really hoping that over Christmas ba- break we can have some outdoor, um, you know, kind of play times and visits to the park and things like that with some some friends, um, so that my kids can still kind of get out of the house and be a little bit uh, social, but at a safe distance. Um, so again, really grateful that our province um, put the things in place that they did, I feel definitely a lot safer. Um, I mean, if they they close school, school early, I mean, if there was no Christmas break, I, I would really be hoping every Monday, I hope that I'm sending the kids back to school. Um, but um, but hopefully this break and this extended break will will help really slow things down again until the vaccines are ready and I'll, I'll be first in line. Um, and, uh, and yeah, so that's that's it. So ho- I'll wrap that up. Um, happy Friday. I'll try to come back again. We want to talk about ke- uh, the um, chemo and the last three rounds and kind of the effects um, that that particular drug had on me. So I will sign off and I will be back soon with uh, some more good stuff. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to click that follow button and check us out on Facebook at Pink Sister Proud. Until next time, friends, have the best day.